Hello and happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. It is time again for a session of Kvetchen that is Kvetchen session. Hope you Hello guys and are welcome. Ready. <laughs> this is going to be a doozy. Uh, our views expressed do not reflect the views of our employers. Of course not, because capitalism, um, but they also <laughs> just generally don't uh, reflect the views of our employers. They reflect our own views, regardless of our employers. Yes. I am host number one, who to steal something I saw on the internet and save to my phone as an image, uh, whose grumpiness is vast and directionless this afternoon. <laughs> I just, I was doing okay, and then I just got hit with a wave of grump. And I've just oh, been feeling wow. kind of grumps all day. Oh, grumps. Grumps attack. Tuesday is a horrifying day for grumps. <laughs> that's that's a fact. Like, that's science. <laughs> science fact. Grumpy Tuesday. <laughs> Hashtag science fact. Um, I am your host number two. The one who, not so grumpy, straight, but pretty fiery cranky running on i want to call it insomnia but it might not be, even be that it's just being awake from i've just been awake and then i took a nap and i'm still awake so mm. i'm awake and i'm alive and i guess that's a problem <laughs> so now i'm gonna make it everybody's problem <laughs> it is hard I, a coworker was telling me that it's a full moon so i'm just gonna start blaming everything on a full moon oh tonight yeah that makes a lot of sense so call me a werewolf because I'm grumpy and it's a full moon. <laughs> yeah, being alive is tough, but at least it's sunny out. Ha ha ha. Um, now that we've all recovered from daylight savings time. <laughs> Everyone's favorite time of year. At least it's sunny. Remember how every year we talk about getting rid of daylight savings time and then we never do. I feel like the plebs talk about getting rid of daylight savings time. I don't think anyone with the power to get rid of daylight savings time talks about getting rid of daylight right. savings time. I think you're right. So. <laughs> I think we're like, isn't someone on that? It's like, yes, us, the guys in our apartments, not legislators. <laughs> yeah, yep. And we're just cranky about it. <laughs> yeah. We're not really burning anything down to fix it. But. Right. So. Oh, boy. So before we get started, uh, we do want to acknowledge we have really awful timing. We tend to podcast right before horrific events occur. And so then it seems like we missed the hot, unfortunate topic. Yes. And so that elephant in the room today is the just violence and horrible treatment of Asian American and Pacific Islanders throughout the United States, and honestly, probably not just in the United States, but I think mm -hmm. our focus now is in the United States. Yes. So, you know, we're not going to make that the focus of this podcast because we are two white ladies mm -hmm. and uh, it's not, it is our job to tell you to not be fucking racist. Seriously. But it is not our job to sort of speak for those voices. And so we would encourage you to donate to you know AAPI groups that are supporting them listen to them and believe them yeah. again uh harking back to our last podcast just because it doesn't happen to you doesn't mean it doesn't happen to them mm -hmm. and support them whether that's with your time or your money or listening yeah we're gonna try to include a link 
to an article that has a list of places to donate. And I also want to call out a group called, I think, is it Hollaback? That's offering basically free bystander intervention training for Asian American and Pacific Islander, you know, violence or incidents that you see. Because I know speaking personally, I think that's something that I struggle with. I don't want to do nothing, but I need to know what to do in the moment. And I think having that training is going to be really important. So I'm going to do it. And I think if the fact that I'm doing it isn't enough incentive, just do it. Heck yeah. <laughs> I yeah. I don't know what else is I'm excited for that training. It's going to be, I, I think you're putting it really well that it is, you, you see things on different scales happening and you feel the rage and you feel the injustice, but like not knowing what to do and worrying that you might make the situation worse. So and I think, is, sorry. Oh, no, no, go ahead. I was yep, going to say that right. this is going to be a valuable tool in helping me like, and helping us step forward and like using the privilege that we do have to be like more helpful and intervene so that's what we have to say about that Tis support even if they're not your friends support people yeah absolutely asian american pacific islander support everybody Mm -hmm. support them listen to them and if you see something happening don't just stand there and there are resources to help you do that And there are resources where you can, again, contribute your time, contribute your money, contribute your ears, contribute your eyeballs to read, whatever works best for you. Yeah. You know, pay attention to the art that they create, the music they create. Like they're telling, they have been talking, people are talking to you through all of their various media and even going on TikTok and supporting Asian American artists there who might be painting something amazing that probably speaks on a deeper level. Like that's all support. Like that stuff is critical. So it seems a little odd to segue to our main podcast topic, but as I said, we're also going to try to, for during the month of May and honestly leading up to it, May is AAPI Heritage Month. We're going to try to include some additional links as we upload these podcasts. Just a fun FYI. So look forward to that. Read the descriptions, people. Yes. And let us know. Let us know if <laughs> you if you have any groups that you would like us to highlight. Presumably there's a way to contact us. And if there isn't, we'll be browsing the social medias and the internets. Yes. And I assure you, we will find, we will find them. If you just we hashtag ghost one, hashtag ghost two, <laughs> we'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, going from horrible violence against Asian American and Pacific Islanders to uh, abortion rights. I think this is a cheerier topic that we can segue to, don't you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just not at all horrifying or infuriating in the slightest. For some reason, every conservative's favorite thing to try to bring up and destroy women's rights. Because if they can't control every aspect of a woman, they're not doing their god-given jobs correctly apparently absolutely absolutely it all dates back to that what was the heck was the passage it's like eve was made from the rib of adam <laughs> therefore adam could tell eve exactly what to do with her body because technically it's his body yeah is that why we is that where that started is i'm not started but... honestly i think if someone presented that logic to them they would probably use it you're right they would and that's horrible it really seems right ah <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean, this isn't new, but host number two, because I, uh, well, I fail to doom to not doom scroll, but I've been, I guess, doom scrolling a little bit less these days. 
not new, but there's been a fresh wave of legislative attempts to restrict abortion in this year, 2020 part two, also known as 2021, <laughs> yes. um, in multiple states. Mm -hmm. And the U.S. Supreme Court is going to hear a defense of the Kentucky anti-abortion law, which is super great. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell the sarcasm in my voice. It's super great. Super great. Super great. So excited. You know, it's something that I think, like you said, it's not new. And it is something I think has been on a lot of people's minds since, what's her name? Amy Coney Barrett showed up in the Supreme Court. I feel like that was kind of, I mean, I know before that we were thinking about it too. Okay, me, I'll speak for me. I had been concerned and then she stepped into the Supreme Court and then I became very concerned. And this is, seems like the some of the first like muscle she'll have in the conversation, right? Unless I'm wrong. Like it seems like she, this was a place where she might be wielding. She is her time to shine, baby. Can't wait. Cannot wait. So given the horrific, once again, reignited conversation on abortion in the news and abortion in, abortion in society, we felt like we should talk to you about abortion. And I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you they keep trying to do it. And so apparently uh, we have to keep talking about mm -hmm. it. So buckle up. Tough shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe when you stop trying to regulate bodies you don't have any ownership of, we'll stop having to talk about why you're terrible. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I want to... So... Oh, sorry. Please, after you. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I want to start the conversation off with... It's pseudo-personal experience, but it's not full personal experience, but... There's something fucked up about how little we know about our bodies. Like, <laughs> like, okay, this is going to get a little, not super graphic, but I just need to name a body part for a second here. And it is like a reproductive body part. So, oh my God, I have, uh, boys everywhere. Plug your ears. Oh no. Ah, <laughs> thank you. Boys, snakes. Anyone? Trigger warning. See, even your dog was like, cover your ears. Don't listen. Yep, that's him. Don't listen to her. Taking one for the team. <laughs> and he's attacking my husband. Um, so, Fun time for the whole family. Oh, uh, yeah. It's so great here. But Personal experience about a girl part. Yeah. Talking cervixes for a second here. Oh, gross. I will tell you, as a grown-ass woman, that I still don't fully understand where in my body my cervix is or the total functionality of it. The more I learn about it, the more I'm like, like woefully aware of how little I know about that part of my body. And you think like, you know, you sit and you think like, well, we had, we had like anatomy. We had like sex ed. There's so much shit. They just don't tell women. And I can't tell if it's because they don't know because they're not doing the research or they know, and they just don't, think we need to know i mean considering i'm sure they do know some but considering the amount of like think about periods it's like some people are like this and some people are like that and sometimes this happens and it's just really bizarre how that happens yeah we just we accept 
that sort of the uh, weirdness, and I'm going to use the term weirdness, not to imply that it's good or bad, but I think we can all agree that it's weirdness Mm -hmm. that comes with so many of us around our periods and around, wow, I'm blanking on the term, uh, menopause, (laughs) like the whole thing. It's all just accepted as okay that, oh, this happens in like different, you can ask 10 different women and they'll all tell you different experiences and that's just okay. And I feel like with nothing else is that just accepted with everything yeah. like COVID for example, right? People have a wide range of reactions to COVID. Never were they like, mm, I mean, yeah, it's interesting. They're like, well, like let's do, Oh, like these kinds of people because of this reason. And I know that's not an apples to apples, but like with everything else, it's like, well, we let's figure out sort of what causes people to, have a response one way or the other. Yes. But it's like, oh, just women, and they're so wild with their crazy hormones. Yeah, and sometimes they're an unbearable pain, and sometimes they're a little moody. Oh my God. It's it's true. It's ridiculous. And it's like, I think about so I have a lot of friends right now who are like in some stage or another of either like attempting pregnancy or accidental pregnancies or what like you know what I mean? The the range of the gamut of people. And one thing that I'm quickly learning from these people is another thing they don't teach us. And I think this is important to the abortion conversation is that no one tells you how difficult it is to get pregnant. Like I, I, I didn't know. They make it sound like now, look, I am not advocating unprotected sex unless you're planning and okay with the possibility of getting pregnant. So I'm not encouraging people to have unprotected sex, but I will say the way you talk, people talk about unprotected sex makes it sound like if you so much as look at a penis without a condom on it, you're going to get pregnant. Yeah. It's like a one. And and yes, I same thing. I have lots of family and friends who have struggled and are struggling to get pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. And people, so I have one friend who had a quick trigger warning here. Um, talking just it's not really it's it's miscarriage related um but I had a friend who had a chemical pregnancy not something I'd ever heard of before it's apparently a miscarriage Mm -hmm. before like before there's like so you might get a positive pregnancy test but then for whatever reason it just kind of like just is it doesn't happen not something I'd ever heard before but I know something that happens in these conversations about women's rights and sort of the where the line is with abortion aren't a lot of questions about miscarriage and quote unquote who's to blame when so many miscarriages. Oh, oh no, that that's discussed. It's the woman's fault. Yeah, right. And in some places, and I think this is also a global discussion. In some places, the woman can be uh, criminally charged or I don't know, face the death penalty. Yeah, because of something they had literally no control over. Yeah, it's that's what they decided. It's the woman's like, fault. She had a chemical pregnancy because whatever happened with that egg and that sperm, like there was a chromosomal incompatibility and her body was like, okay, let's protect you from that. And that's her fault. Like, fuck that. There was no, you, you, people don't even know they're pregnant half the time. Like, remember who was it? Who was that fuck who said, oh, like in cases of, and I should remember who it is in cases of, like rape, women have a way of like shutting oh, it God. down. Like for knowing so little about women's bodies, mm-hmm. these men think they know so much about women's bodies, which maybe is where they get the confidence to say, well, if you have a miscarriage, it's your yeah. fault and you did it. Do you think I willed this? this? Like a pair, yes. God, like, come on, dude. Yeah, that. I wonder if that was the same guy who said um, that you got COVID from having sex with a woman. Did you hear that one? 
He was a very religious man. I didn't, but it doesn't surprise me. And the I don't, I don't want to. I think you know the jokes that people make about like oh, like the senator who's super you know family values. You're gonna find him sleeping with the young boy. Uh, I don't want to get into the whole. I don't know. I feel like it's weirdly. Don't be a fucking pedophile. Yeah. That's not what I'm talking about. Like homosexuality. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, that's still like almost still serving to paint it in a negative light. Yeah. And then maybe that's just me and how I think about it. So I'm not trying to joke like, oh, he's going to wind up. In the right. But like, these are those people. You're right. That's exactly. That, they're they're oh. often the people who you find are in the situations like some iteration getting, of the Abortions for their mistresses, for example. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. There was something, um, so my brother was telling me, and this is something that I could fact check, but these are the same people. So I don't, I'm not confident where these, what religion, who, who we're talking just Christian, who we're talking Catholic. So this, what I'm about to say, I think is more specific to one particular church. I just don't know which, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to like put that on anyone, but in the realm of like, it's okay for me to do it, but it's not okay for you to do it. With the COVID shots that came out with the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, there mm-hmm. have been these people claiming, um, oh, there are aborted fetuses, stem cells. Yes, because it uses something, something stem cells. <laughs> like that would be such an inefficient way to collect stem cells. Like, let's just, that's not how they're doing it. Uh, but at the very bottom, the fine print was like, but I guess if you can't find another vaccine, like Johnson and Johnson is fine. So, like, it's fine if I do it because I couldn't figure else anything out. But, like, you know, anyone else who does Well, it. and you know the person who, the, the person, the head of whatever church, like, got the COVID vaccine in fucking December. Really? No, but just, like, that's how it works. Like, Trump got the vaccine. Ted Cruz got the vaccine. Like, all these people who are, like, mm, like, they were going to, they were going to be first in fucking line. And this isn't exactly the same. But, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're right. Probably Johnson and Johnson. You're right. It's, like. I will put myself first, however that matters. But I will tell you that, like, the church is going to look at you a little weirdly. If right, and I, and I think, I just, I think that's that ties in really well to our point that we wanted to make that the whole pro life discussion is effectively a misnomer, and really, it's a way to oppress and harm people mm-hmm. who aren't them, especially women of color. Because if it's a white guy and his mistress, it's fine. Oh yeah, if it's Ted Cruz, he can get the vaccine, but he's going to tell everyone else that it's a hoax. Yep. So if it's you, you can do it. Mm-hmm. If you're white and wealthy, you can do it. Yeah. But everyone else be damned, because frankly, I don't want you to have what I have, because yeah. I want to get it first, and I want to have the ability to do it, but like I don't want anyone else to have the ability to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And anyway, you know, it's just an- it's another way for those same white people to oppress women of color and people of color with uteruses um like oh another way that i can find find some way to like send them to prison like cool i'm not like not, not actually cool i hope everyone understands that that was sarcasm hmm. but i i feel like that's just their their avenue like that whole you're right pro-life is a total misnomer you're absolutely right some had a really good marketing campaign i guess but well and also you know you were telling me an interesting story it's the whole and again this has been overdone but 
you guys haven't gotten it into your thick skulls and you know who I'm talking to. Like you care so much about pro-life, which is weird considering you give literally zero shits once the baby is out of the mother. You care a lot when the, you know, and I'm not going to get into the, Ooh, when is life? When the, whether it's cells or a fetus or whatever, you care so goddamn much about what happens in there. But once the baby is born, you could not give a shit what happens you don't give a shit if that mother can't take care of the baby yeah. resources child care no, no i don't want to pay for that yeah. when the child is born they might as well just go i don't know die i don't give a shit yeah i might as well send so them back to school like, with no vaccine to sit three feet from their classmates and get freaking pandemic or like put them you know like put them into uh, put them up for adoption mm-hmm. put them into the foster care system like there's not millions of kids yeah. in that system which again excludes thousands and probably hundreds of thousands of kids that we've lost track of in the system yes okay yes so like you care so much but once they're here you don't care yeah not at all or yeah and 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 last time i checked and i'm not webster's english dictionary (laughs) but i'm pretty sure when they're born they're alive Mm -hmm. and to have life is being alive and so if you're pro-life would you be pro supporting the kids who are alive yes yes they are pro-birth but like if the mother is gonna die if the mother's life is compromised by the child and the abortion is the only thing saving her now we're gonna be a little picky choosy with what we mean when we say pro-life we don't actually care about the mom's life we don't actually care about the child's life look let's use let's use a, a horrible and this is, thank God, for in my experience, a made-up example. I'm sure it happens. Okay, you have a situation where the mother passes away and the baby is born and needs to go in the NICU yeah. or needs, is has born with a serious, you know, congenital heart defect or something. Who's, you don't want to pay for that, do you? You don't want to pay for that, right? Because the mother's not alive. And again, this is a hypothetical example. So I know, and this is a cruel hypothetical example. Like, you don't, I don't want my taxes to pay for that. Yeah. I don't want you to. Yeah. Like you don't want to take care of that baby once it's alive. Regardless, now that you've you, now that you've killed the mother, yeah. and let's say what it yeah. is, now that you've killed the mother, you couldn't you couldn't give a shit if the baby also dies. Yeah. And and uh, this is again a topic for another podcast. We keep doing that, but I also just want to mention in uh, uh, the lovely states of Arkansas and apparently also what was it uh, Kentucky, Tennessee. Tennessee. Sorry, Kentucky. They are banning access to healthcare for trans kids. So, like, you are literally saying, I don't want you to be alive, alive child mm-hmm. who I pushed so hard for your mother to give birth to. Yeah. And maybe your mother wanted to. And maybe it was an accident. And maybe, who knows, I really wanted you out here. But now that you're out here, honestly, you can go die. And I really don't. Yeah. Care. Like, I really don't care if the suicide rate for you is statistically skyrocketing. I could not be bothered. I am so pro life that I am actually kind of pro death. Yeah. <laughs> actually. Yeah. So that's, that's, and <sighs> please continue. I'm just stuttering. What? No, I just, it's, and, and, and when you try, it sounds like, and, and again, this is making a gross blanket statement. They don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. It's like the same. It's not the same thing, but it's the whole thing where when you're talking about the Black Lives Matter protests and, oh, they don't want to hear. It's like they want to follow their own fucking narrative, whatever that may be. They don't want to hear that there's all of these kids 
in, you know, the foster system and that they're sort of, you know, hucked out of it when they turn 18 with nowhere right. to go or, you know, kids who are, adopt and again, there are plenty of kids who go into wonderful adoptive families. I don't mean to imply that like families who choose to adopt are like bad in any way, but there's so many kids in the system. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I think also from what I understand, like the system doesn't make it no. again, they don't make it easy or helpful no. for those, you know, you like, there's no support. There's no nothing for these well-meaning, you know, families who want to yes. adopt. And look, uh, let's be real. Okay. There's not well-meaning people who are also trying mm -hmm. to adopt and that's a really fucked up reality, but that's right. true. It seems okay. And I think that's on it. Part of the reason kids go missing every year is because of, again, lack of resources, but I'm not going to say that that's the yeah. only reason. So but they don't want to hear it. They oh, that's not true. It's like if it fits the narrative, they're going to parrot it until the mm -hmm. day they die. But if it doesn't fit the narrative, even if it is true and it is quoted and it is cited, and you can look up a thousand, you know, whether it's scientific, and I know y'all also hate actual science mm -hmm. or just any real source, you don't want to hear it, and it's right. not true. So then they're just going to call you a name and hope that you get fed up and leave, and then feel like they've won the conversation. So they'll just like call you a murderer or a snowflake or whatever. And they won't have an intelligent conversation with you. And you'll leave being like this person, not you, but one will leave the conversation thinking like, wow, it's so frustrating that I can't get through to that person. And in their head, they've won. It's unreal. It's, I, it's, I mean, I, it's getting to the point where I'm not, I'm not surprised mm -hmm. anymore. I'm not happy about it, but I'm not surprised anymore mm -hmm. because I think the reality is that the separation of church and state in this country is a fucking yep. joke. And even if that wasn't the case, look, we've seen it happen. The reality is when you have a bunch of old white guys running things, mm -hmm. this is what's going to happen. Even if it wasn't biblical yeah. related. It's they're gonna make it because they don't they don't understand women's bodies and they don't care to understand women's right. bodies unless they can dictate what does and doesn't happen with women's bodies and that's just uh, the way it is and I'm not saying we shouldn't fight against it but I'm done being surprised oh, yeah. that any of this is happening yeah definitely disappointed not surprising and it's like yeah. going back to your point about how difficult it is to adopt that was a I thought that was a really good point and just like merited just an additional moment I don't know if this is true but I feel like you see a lot the trope in media where certain people can't adopt a kid for certain reasons and I know that like, the intention mm -hmm. with that was to your point making sure that they have well-meaning people who are able to care for a child which I fully like yeah resource these people we should make sure that like there are a lot of unexpected things I'm sure that with raising a child that if someone might not know about right. talk to them make sure it's a good fit whatever but, right. Well, the the whole debate of, for example, can queer yes. couples or like single women, single fathers, and in some places, and for some organizations they can, and in some places for some organizations they can't, even though they can just as well take care of a child, and in some cases can better take care yeah. of a child than any straight family. Yes. If a dad wants to be a single dad, he and he proves himself to be a good provider why should he not be able to do that too? You know what I mean? Like, yes, I agree that it's mm -hmm. easier with more support, but I also think there are plenty of people who would figure this out and be excellent caretakers on their own. And you would let those people have a child and get mad at them for aborting it. Yes, you would. So why not let them adopt one? 
because we don't care once they're mm-hmm. born. It's the principle of the Too thing. Too expensive to care once they're born. Yes. So, if the, I mean, this is... I, 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 I wish I had a better closer other than, of course, this is the way it is. And it makes me so angry that this is the way yeah. it is. And hopefully this isn't the way it is for a long time. But boy, it sure seems to just keep being the way it is for quite it a really while. It really does. It really does feel like it's stagnating. We keep, we keep coming back to it. They keep fucking trying. Even when we do win. Even when they do, you know beat something down mm-hmm. uh it comes back around and it's like oh right you don't understand no means no do you right oh consent <laughs> right mm-hmm. but i want it but i want it the classic white guy but i want it and again i'm not gonna there's plenty of women who are claim to be pro-life mm-hmm. there's you know i'm not I, this is not a, a solo white guy we're talking about sort of the people in power example here yes Excellent point. Yeah, the people in power. So, well, on that angry note, I'm sorry we don't have a better conclusion for y'all, but if you're listening and live in any of these states, I sincerely hope that nothing comes of this. And this is unfortunately just something that we have to deal with in another however many months or years when they bring it back around yes. again. Call your elected officials. And I think call your elected officials, even if they're not mm-hmm. in the state in which this yes. is being discussed because make it known that you don't want them supporting it even if they've said that they don't support it or do support it call them and anyway if you're fortunate to have friends or family or some kind of connection in other states where these things are more uh, what's the word i'm looking for where they're not, those things are not in question those rights are not in question and you're more comfortable and you need a procedure definitely reach out reach out to people in other states. I know there is a pretty broad network of people who want women who want to support women in getting the healthcare that they need. Mm. Just stinks that I couldn't be at home. Yeah. So, I mean, like host number two said, stay safe, take care of each other. Like she said, there's a network of women who are working to try to take care Mm of other women despite the shitty circumstances they continue to be thrown yes. into. And those of you who are not women or who don't identify as women, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and are still listening, I don't think you fall into the demographic we've been mm-hmm. fetching about. hope you're doing okay too. And I hope you're taking care yes. of yourself too. Just let's get through the next couple of weeks together. We're almost into Drink April your water, maybe. take your meds. Get vaccinated get, yes. if you can. Yes. Tune in next week. Tune in next week, everybody. Love Love you. you. Bye. Bye.